Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli podcast. I'm Jess, your host and your favorite female empowerment coach. This is a safe space to speak about all things on mindset, relationships, business, sex, money, and life experiences. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli Podcast. I'm super excited. Today's episode, we have a special guest, someone near and dear to me who came into one of my containers. I have also done a bit of work with her as well, but I'm not going to introduce her. She can introduce herself. She's an amazing, phenomenal, energetic woman. Her name is Shanae and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Let people know who you are. And what do you do? Because it's amazing work. Hi, Jess. It's so amazing to be in your energy and in your world again. Oh, my goodness. I know we always like chat in the DMs and everything too, but it's, yeah, it's nice to be here. Um, yeah, so basically I am a psychic. I am a manifestation and an intuitive coach. So, yeah, I've been doing this now for coming up to two years, but I was doing it long before I actually made it a business so yeah that's that's a little bit of what I do in a nutshell it's a lot more in depth than that but I'm sure we will get into it during this chat <laughs> I want to I want to know the process of you creating a business out of this but also maybe to go a little bit further back when did you realize your gifts when did you realize that okay this is it's intuitive work absolutely but it's like the next level. And I, as I said, at the start of this introducing Shanae, I have done a reading with Shanae was absolutely amazing. And I think it's, it's something that we're all, and I'm sure we're going to go into this all capable of, but for you, Shanae, how did you get to the point where you're like, I'm capable of holding space for other people to bring this out and other people and to also tap into that? Yeah, absolutely. It was um, definitely a bit of like a journey coming home to myself again. So I guess essentially I felt like as a kid, I was super open as like we all are. And I actually had my first like spirit encounter when I was probably like four or five years old. And it was actually my great grandmother who passed. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and just seeing her sitting on the edge of my bed. And she was really calm and she just had this glowing like light about her. And she was just waving at me, just smiling, just sitting there. Like I didn't feel scared, but I was also like, wow, like this isn't normal. And I remember in the morning, like telling everyone, I was like, oh yeah, great grandma, like, you know, came, came down and they were like, oh, you were just dreaming. You were just, you know, you're imagining it, sweetie, like all of those sorts of things. And I feel like we can all kind of relate where, you know, um, maybe you saw something as a kid and you, you were told that it was wrong or, you know, you were making it up, right? A lot of kids have like imaginary friends and, you know, quite often they are actually past like loved ones and then things like that. So I feel like from that point, I kind of like shut that part of myself off, I would say. Um, throughout the years, like I was definitely like intuitive and I was definitely manifesting without even realizing that I was like manifesting consciously. Um, and yeah, I guess I was always just like 
I know that I'm here to make a really big impact in the world. I didn't know exactly how that was going to be or what that was going to look like, but I was like, I just felt really different from everyone around me. And I know you can like relate to that as well. Of just like, there must be more, right? Like there must be something else kind of out to like leaving I'm, I'm from Perth as well same as Jess and I left Perth at 17 and you know went around the world and I was acting at the time which was really cool and yeah I ended up in Sydney for about five years and you know during that time I really really lost touch of like that fire that intuition that that drive um within me which we all are so so connected but we do lose sight of that I feel like over the years and yeah that ultimately led me to kind of like hitting my rock bottom and I got all these health issues and it was like the universe was like forcing me to stop and to slow down and um yeah I guess that that kind of took me to hitting rock bottom at 23 and literally my whole world as I knew it like turned on its head I had my sort of like quote unquote dark night of the soul and like all of these things. So yeah, that's sort of how it initially started. I want to circle back to what you said about manifesting consciously. Now, as both you and I know, we are consistently manifesting everything we do, everything we think, our energy, we're bringing in, we're attracting things, whether we desire those things or not. But I want you, I love that you put the word consciously in it because I think a lot of people don't understand that you can tap into manifesting consciously. So I would love for you, first and foremost, to kind of explain the difference between, I guess, not really understanding manifesting and then consciously manifesting and maybe even share some of the things that you have consciously brought into your awareness and your reality. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like I was just always naturally doing it growing up. Like I would, you know, when I was like a dancer and things, I would like visualize myself doing my routines on the stage and then getting up and accepting like the first place trophy and things like that. And then they would happen. And yeah, just even doing really well in school. I remember um, that was particularly, I really had this like deep, deep burning desire within me to win the um, the media award in school. And I just, every single day I was just like visualizing myself, like, you know, getting up and like accepting that and yeah, just being like the top, seeing my name as like number one. And that was obviously something that just came really, really naturally to me. Cause I didn't know that was like manifesting. Like I did, you know, I'd heard about the secret before that. So I was actually quite lucky that well, not lucky, nothing happens by chance, but my parents actually sat us all down when I was about 10 or 11 and we all watched the secret as a family which was like really cool so I guess amazing I love that yeah yeah and that was like you know back in like 2005 2006 it was like very you know outside of the norm 
And from that point, I think that there was like quite a bit of power that I started um, like utilizing from, from then. And, but I didn't really know, like, I didn't consciously know like what I was, what it was like all about. Cause I was like so young, but I was like, oh, this is cool. I'll just try this. And, you know, I'd think about like getting, I don't know, a toy or a boy to, mm-hmm. that I like to message me or something like that. And then it would just like all happen. And I was like, this is really cool. But I feel like somewhere along the way, I forgot that I had that power within me. Like I completely disconnected from it. And uh, yeah, I feel Why like- do you, sorry, Shanae, why do you think, because I think this is a very common thing for a lot of people, especially in this day and age where they have this disconnection to their intuition, to their inner power to bring things into reality. So from your experience or maybe from your client's experience, what do you believe was the reason behind that disconnection slash why do you think people now become disconnected? Because I'm sure anyone listening may have had those moments and I definitely have where it felt like things were effortless. It was easy and they're coming into my my reality. And then all of a sudden it's like stopping or there's a lag or it feels really, really hard. So what would you say to maybe signs of disconnection or and ways to bring yourself back to that? Yeah, I love that. That's definitely layered and like so powerful and like everyone is going to have different like experiences. But from what I like intuitively like gather around that is it's honestly it's fear. That's actually what it stems down to. And it's you start to subscribe to what's happening around you. So I remember from a young age, like my parents always instilling me like reach for the stars you can do anything like da 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 like all of those sorts of really like empowering things and for me I actually feel like it was when I moved to Sydney and then I was um acting then and then suddenly getting told all these things about you know it's one in a million like the odds are against you like if you don't make it by the time you're 25 like you're never going to be successful like you know, all actors are out of work. Like it was all this stuff that I was like surrounded by. And I think somewhere along the way, I started believing those things. And I started, you know, not really trusting in myself anymore because then, you know, those opportunities started becoming less and less and less. And from that point, I think I didn't fully believe in myself anymore. And then at that point, I then started attracting in, you know, partners and other situations and stuff that were reflecting my my vibration, which was a lot lower at that point. And, you know, I just became very in the 3D, very just like, you know, this is just how it is. It's just hard. Life is, you know, whatever. And people probably from the outside wouldn't have necessarily saw that about me because I still was a positive, like happy person and things like that. But I just, I just lost sight of that like inner voice and that inner knowing. And I think, um, you know, society does tell us like it is very lack, right? Mm. It is, it's very conditional, even just with like the housing market and things like you'll hear things like you know the rental crisis this the money crisis the energy crisis like oh my gosh like this is the first thing like I really try and encourage my clients to do is literally unsubscribe from all that noise and I tell them and just guys like listening like let this land you are the exception to every single rule like you are the exception and when I really like embodied that energy things started happening like I recently moved from um, Perth to Burley in the Gold Coast and 
like I'm in the hot spot and it was the first house that like I applied for, I got, and it happened so easily and effortlessly. And everyone literally, when I meet people around here, they're like, how did you get this? And I'm like, I manifested it. Like it was easy. I did not subscribe to the notion that it's hard to get a house right now. I was like, nah, it's easy. Like university is going to like bring me, you know, the right thing. And yeah, when you step back into that power, it's just absolutely phenomenal. It's incredible. I have goosebumps listening because you know that I completely resonate with all of this. And it's so funny you bring up the 3D. Shanae and I actually had a small conversation about 3D and perceptions and people on the internet the other day in the DMs. But we were exactly the same, um, my partner and I, when we moved here. And we got an apartment just like I think it took us six days. And it was easy because in my mind, I'm like, why wouldn't we get an apartment? Why? And we got it exactly where I wanted to get it. As soon as we stepped foot in this current suburb, I'm like, this is it. And, you know, everyone around us was like, it's hard, you know, rental crisis, housing market, all of this. It's so hard. And the thought process exactly the same as you is like, why can't I get it? Why, why do I have to subscribe to that? And I think this is a big problem I've definitely seen especially the past 12 months where the economy is changing people are constantly thinking about inflation and all of this and something I tell my clients and I know that you do too Shanae is the law of polarity we can't have all of the good without all of the bad because it's equilibrium we can't have all of the things that people are perceiving as shitty with the world and the government and the economy without all the things we perceive as the best things and if you continue to subscribe to these values and these ways of thinking of course you are going to attract exactly that but I think on top of this and I would love to hear your opinion on this Shanae is I don't think people want to believe that. I think people want to say, well, yeah, there is inflation and bread's gone up $6 and life's so shit and all of this, blah, blah, blah. And they want to feed into that to, I guess that's a bit of confirmation bias. But I guess what would you say to that people? Someone's listening right now and they're going, yeah, maybe it's easy for you guys to say because you've done this or you've been able to track this or maybe you have a certain level of money and I've definitely had these conversations in the DMs before. But what do you say to people that are visibly struggling or if I can't get the job I want or the house I want? What would you say to them? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I loved the whole conversation around like the law of polarity because basically each level up is going to require a big part of you to actually surrender and actually let a layer of yourself go. It's like a purging, it's a shedding. So me, like I've just gone through a massive level up, a massive like ascension within myself, but a few months prior, oh my gosh, I was doing another layer of deep, deep shadow work. I closed out a karmic relationship. There was a soul friend that I literally thought was going to be a bridesmaid. She like suddenly just left my life. Um, the house that I was living in, like we suddenly had to move. Like I, uh, my granddad passed away, like literally all of this really, really heavy stuff that like going on and the reason pulling her in I've been really like plugging into you know that frequency and now what happens is all of the things that aren't in alignment with that next version of you literally have to shift so that you are a vibrational match to your desire so you can actually call it in so 
I like I understand because you know a couple of months ago it was hard sometimes to see that light but because I'm at that place where I'm in such deep trust with with spirit with the universe with myself I know that even in those tough times and when things feel like oh my gosh am I going to catch a break or like when is this season going to end it's like no, like this stuff is literally all happening for you. And it's actually, you know, you're meant to be learning a lesson so that you can ascend to the next level. Now, where people tend to get stuck is they get really comfortable in that that in-between place because, you know, you are actually benefiting from staying in that stage as well. So like I had it very easy um, being back in Perth. I've obviously traveled and lived in lots of places, but I got really comfortable being back there for, I was there for six months and I had it easy and like rent was pretty cheap. And like, I had my family, like just everything was like super easy. And my ego felt really, really safe and really just like, yeah, even though my soul wasn't lit up and I wasn't happy. Um, like sometimes spirit will shake things up in your reality in order for you to move. I always say, it's so funny. I say this to my clients, like the universe will always crank up the heat, right? As you're about to up level. So shit will literally hit the fan. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. Um, you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, all the time on the podcast. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah. So like literally that, that is what will happen and it's going to actually test you. Like you will always, always, always be tested to see if you are actually ready for this up level. Now, this is where people also struggle as well is they get very caught up with what is happening right now, like in the, in the conscious moment and things like that. They'll look at their bank account and they'll be like, you know, yeah, I'm in negative or whatever. Now where, you know, it's really hard to do initially, but it's like a muscle, right? You're like literally learning how to do this stuff, how to have this trust, but basically it's not letting like that number in that bank account determine like your self-worth and how you feel about yourself and it's not a reflection of where you get to go Mm, I love that and I think that's what I I feel yeah I think having the just touching back on something you said earlier I think being able to surrender and trust what is happening but also at the same time you do need to work towards what you desire and what you do want to bring in to change the identity. And and everyone that listens to this podcast knows that I speak a lot about identity and and shifting your self-concept. And I, and I think that sometimes there can be a disconnect of understanding, all right, should I just surrender? And should I just trust and just like go with the flow and let it go? But I know you would agree. And this comes into lower polarity when it comes to masculine and feminine energies is you still need to put in that energy and that work of where you want to go towards, but it doesn't mean you can't trust yourself. So what would you say to people that are kind of in that? It's like, okay, I'm trying to go with the flow, but also working towards, I don't know how to surrender. I have this lack of self-trust. I love this. This is like something that is really, really like I feel in the collective at the moment Mm. because there are people that are like wanting to step in, but they don't know quite how to do it and things like that. And for myself, it's like 
whenever things have seemed to really flow for me, I will get the intuitive hit and I will take the action even when it doesn't make sense. And then I'll just let it go and I'll just trust. So a massive, massive example for this, this is the first one that I'm like going back to was when I was um, still in my, like my nine to five job, I was working in the building industry and, you know, my gifts had well and truly like come through by this point. And this, this whole time I had really developed this deep trust with the universe, with myself, with my gifts and everything. And something in me and was like, Sinead, like you need to start this business. Like it, it's time. And what happened was I actually negotiated with my bosses to drop down to three days a week. Cause I was like, okay, like, you know, I'll do my business for like three or four days, maybe have a day off, like three days on my business, three days at work. Amazing. At least like I've got that safety net of like having that income and things. And that was amazing. And I was like, this is great. Now, what was really interesting after I like had that conversation, um, some things started shifting at work and suddenly I was just like not a vibrational match like for that that place anymore. And two weeks, no, not two weeks, two days before we went on like Christmas break, my boss called me in and I like absolutely adored her. And she was like, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to revoke your offer to start working three days next year because we've had team members leave. So it's kind of like, you need to be full-time or don't come back. Mm. And I, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this was like such a big defining moment for me. And I remember, um, sorry, like just cutting back two weeks prior to this, I had said to the universe, right, if you want me to start this business in 2022, you need to find me a house because I'd had to move back in with my parents um, during like COVID and everything like that. And I, um, yeah, so, but I knew that, that vibrationally the energy of that house wasn't conducive to me starting a business and me feeling free and everything like that. So literally I said to, I said to the universe, I was like, right, if you actually want me to do this I played like kind of hardball and I got a bit sassy so if you want me to do this you guys need to find me a house it literally just needs to fall in my lap and I'll do it I'll take the action but you guys need to do this for me I kid you not Jess like the next day one of my best friends messaged me and was like hey I'm looking um at one bedroom apartments in Cottesloe and I was like I'll move in with you and then two days later, we literally like got the first place that we saw and it was like our dream beach apartment. Like literally it was incredible. So the universe provided me that house very, very quickly. And then when this, this shift happened with work two days before Christmas, the message just kept coming through being like, you know, you need to just go all in with your business. We'll go all in with you, but you need to leap first. Mm-hmm. And that's the piece that some people struggle with is like they want that security they want that safety net first but so much of the time like when you're quantum leaping you need to leap and trust that the universe has got you and because within me even though it was like I was scared shitless like I was like terrified to quit I was terrified I just spent nine grand on this apartment and like um, like all of these things, it made no logical sense for me to just quit and have no income, like without any clients, without anything. But they were like, no, this is what you need to do. So I felt the fear. I did it anyway. And that's how it started. I love that. And I think it's such a testament that you do have to feel 
and lean into the fear and things won't make sense. Things won't make sense of how am I going to make this work? And it was exactly the same when I went to Bali for two months and I, it was just growing, growing every, I'd been wanting to start a business for like a year prior and it was growing. It's like, this is a place, move here. I had $700 in my savings. That was enough to pay for the villa for the next month. That was it. And every fiber in my body was like, this is, this is where you start. This is where you need to do logically you look at that you look at the $700 that had to be used to pay for a villa and you think okay like this makes no sense so how are you going to survive and it was one of those pivotal moments where you do need to feel the fear you do need to jump in but I think just kind of looping this all together and I love that you shared that experience is that's the type of movement you need to make you need to signify to the universe you need to signify energetically that okay, this is what I'm feeling. Like I want to start a business or I want to go move there. I want to do this and that. Here is the action that I'm also showing you because if you're half in it, half out, you were never going to receive it fully. And I think this is what a lot of people struggle with. They're kind of almost in it and they're thinking, isn't this good enough? And it's it's truly not just to be blunt. It's not good enough. You need to be all the way in it. And I'm sure that you you agree with this as well, Shanae, is that you have to fully step up and decide like, yes, this is for me. Authentically, I can feel it. It's scary as shit because a lot of people think you make a choice, you make a change that is something you've been daydreaming about and it's the most regulating thing. It's not change is the most dysregulating thing ever because it's change, because it's different, because your nervous system doesn't know what the fuck to do with that change. Of course you were going to freak out, but you need to trust like, have I been thinking about this for a long time? Do I really want to do this? Okay, this is exactly what I'm going to do to make a sign to the universe. I'm ready to do that. And when I did this in Bali and I consciously made the choice and then I went back to Perth, I packed my things up from where I was living, put things at storage in my dad's house and then moved there, made a commitment, bought my visa. Things started to move. I started to get my first clients. I started to gain traction on social media. And that's not a coincidence. But if I had half been in, half been out, it would have been slower. So I absolutely love that you brought it up. And I think a big takeaway message for people listening to this is whatever you were thinking about as Shanae was speaking, as I'm speaking, listen to that, listen to what's coming up, listen to what you keep wanting to do and find a way to make movement. You know, something I always say is 1% of messy inspired action every single day, because if you truly desire that thing, if you want to work towards it, you need to start putting the work towards it. I think that sometimes, and what are your thoughts on this, Shanae? People think if I just think about it, if I just visualize it, it's going to come into my life. And it's not necessarily the case. We need to put the feeling and the action behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, something that I would also love to touch on in that regard as well is like, and I just, I just love this so much. It's like the reason that you have the desire is because it's literally for you. Like, it, and sometimes we're like, oh, like, is it wrong for me to to want this or why, you know, we try and shame ourselves. I remember even when I was like in my job, I was like, oh, why don't I just want to progress? Like, why don't I just want to, you know, go up the corporate ladder and, and things like that? But it just, it just didn't feel right. And yeah, I just feel that, you know, when you do have that intuitive pull to something, like you just trust that that 
is coming from above. Like that's not coming from you. Otherwise, like you just wouldn't have that desire. And something I love to say is like what I desire desires me more. And it also takes the things off the pedestal as well. Because I think that's the thing is sometimes we can like put our manifestations or that person or that amount of money or that whatever it is, it's like we make it above us. And the thing is like, if you energetically have that thing above you, you're always going to be like chasing it. It's like this chasing kind of energy, which is like, especially if you're, you know, like a divine feminine woman, like, you know, that's very masculine, like that go getter kind of thing. It's like, no, when you actually drop into your feminine energy and you learn how to like receive, but still taking like the intuitive, like inspired action, that is like that is perfect that is when you come into union and um like into balance with with all of those things absolutely I guess on top of that what advice would you have for people listening to this podcast that want to explore their own psychic abilities or their own manifestation abilities what other things you've done to I guess strengthen that uh to strengthen your intuition yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I guess we never touched on when my gifts actually came through. Mm. So basically what sort of ha- like happened for me, and it seems to be for a lot of people as well, is like you have this version and obviously there's different levels of it, but this version of like a quote unquote, like a rock bottom or something like that. It's your awakening, right? Mm. Um, I like to think of it as like you're rising as well. It's like coming back home to yourself. And At that point, it's like misdirection to redirection. So it's like now that you've had this this moment or this time and things start to shift, it's like now you're on your soul path. And it's amazing what you start attracting when you're actually in this like this new frequency and this new energy. And for myself, I really needed to heal my body that was the first thing because I had got really really sick and that was the only way that spirit could stop me because I was so determined to like quote-unquote make it as an actor and like do all the things like my body was literally screaming at me for years to stop for years to get out of this toxic relationship that I was in like all of the things like it actually had to get me to the point of like I physically couldn't work in order for me to stop and at that point, I literally was forced to surrender. I was like, oh my gosh, I had to have this like stillness. And that is when I like, I called in my first sort of like healer. And I was like, no, I really want to heal my body like the natural way. And yeah, I, I called her in and I was um, firstly doing a lot of like, you know, um, work around like what I was eating and, and things like that. It was like, energetically, I was like, clearing out my vessel and it's funny how when people like on the journey suddenly like their diet or something will start changing on the way that they exercise or you know they'll want to move it's like and what that is is like vibrationally spirit is like clearing all the baggage in order for the magic to literally drop through and unconsciously like I didn't know that that was what was happening but it was like I started healing my body and then all of a sudden I started healing my mindset and I attracted in, you know, these manifestation people like on YouTube that I would watch. And I was like, it was like, I was coming home to myself. Like the more I was like leaning in, I was like becoming obsessed. I was like, this is like amazing. And then after, I think I was working with my naturopath for about nine months and she was like, Shanae, you are literally doing everything possible 
like in order to be well, like, but I just don't know why you're still not fully receiving the results. And she was like, your stuff is energetic now. It is emotional baggage. It is trauma. So I'm going to recommend you go see this like energy healer. So I started seeing her like literally weekly for like six months. Cause I was like, I was at that point where I was like, get this shit off me. Like, I don't want to carry all of this weight and this trauma on me anymore. And I remember my first session with her, I felt like it was, we went deeper than equivalent to like six months of therapy. I was like, how the fuck did she know this about me? Like I walked away feeling like I had like let a weight go. I did a session about an ex-partner. I think it was my second session with her. And within that week, I lost three kilos and we'd broken up three Amazing. years prior. Amazing. Was this um Reiki? What it was it an overall energy healer? What type of person? This is amazing. I love this stuff. Yeah. So she actually became my mentor, um, mm. which was really cool. So she taught me um a lot of like different modalities and stuff. So um she has a blend of like her own. She's super psychic and she does a lot of like SRT, subconscious release technique. Um, but it's like intuitively led how she sort of does it. And then just she did did do a bit of Reiki and stuff as well. But I feel like it's just so much more powerful because it calls in like all these different elements. Um, so I started doing that with her just literally for myself, just to feel good. And I had no idea that by doing all this energetic work, my gifts would come through as a direct byproduct of me shifting my energy. And I remember it was on my birthday, literally, of course, and it was a full moon. So we love that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm born on a six, six portal. So it was like all the things, yeah, all the things, <laughs> all of the things, all the witchy things. And and um, I remember I was like out to dinner with my friends and I was um, staying in like a hotel, like in the city and my friend was like asleep and I just started channeling for the first time. Like I just started hearing. So one of my strongest gifts is clear audience. So I hear things. And I just started hearing, you know, when people were going to break up that I knew when people were going to get pregnant, when this, these things started to happen. And I was like, I was weirdly calm, but I was like, this voice is not my own. Like, I'm not consciously thinking these things. I'm just getting these downloads. The next day, I just like wrote all of the things down. And then over the next few months, they all started to happen. And I was like, I swear. And I would like go back and look at my book. And I was like, oh my God, so-and-so is pregnant. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's incredible. And I guess from that, like, what did you feel in yourself? Did it freak you out a little bit or did it drive maybe a bit of both? Did it drive you even more to be like, okay, this is feeling good that this is coming through because it feels in alignment with me or did it more freak you out when you were developing them? Yeah. So initially, I guess I didn't have control over it. So it would kind of just like hit me out of nowhere. Like, um, and I would just, it was like the floodgates were open and it would come through you know I think it came through that first night and then it didn't happen again for a couple of months mm. and the second time it happened I actually came into union with a like a soulmate at that time and uh he was very very spiritual he was the first man that I dated as a conscious woman as well and our energies together, like we'd had a lot of like past lives and things like that. And that is when my channel went through the roof as soon as him and I came into union. And 
I just, I just always knew what he was thinking. And I would like write these things down. And then he would suddenly text me like the, exactly what I was written down and all of that. So it, it didn't scare me because I also had a friend that was sort of going through it a little bit too, but it was a thing that I didn't have control over. So I remember one time I was driving and literally it came through so strong. I had to pull over to the side of the road because I was like almost like convulsing. It looks like I was literally like um, in the like exorcist or whatever. Like <laughs> I was literally like was going to lose control of the driving. That's how strong it came through. But as soon as I like learned that I had control and I called in other healers and teachers who taught me how to almost like turn it on and off like a tap. And that, you know, really like learning how to activate them and use them for my benefit and to plug in and, and things like that, um, that helped me a lot. Mm. Um, and that's also what I help my clients do as well is like learning how to tap into intuition like a muscle. It's like, you know, um, it's like going to the gym for the first time right you're not gonna like know how to do everything um <laughs> but you're gonna get stronger and I like to think that that's intuition as well like you get to build it mm, I love that what's three things two to three things right now you would give to the listeners if they're like okay I want to develop my relationship with my intuition and my self-trust and maybe start to hone in on these psychic abilities what's maybe like rituals or things that you do over the week or in a day to like help come back. I also wanted to point out, I love that you keep saying, come home to yourself, because that's exactly how I felt when I listened to the intuitive nudge of like, this is the time, start your business, do what you're doing. And a lot of the time I'll say to people, I found my purpose for the right now. I don't know what's going to happen in five years time, but it truly does feel like this coming home to yourself. It's like this all-encompassing feeling that it feels really peaceful and yes there are moments where there is stress and low vibrational emotions just like with anything else but I really really resonated with that because I think when you find something that's truly in alignment where you can be your full authentic self it's like ah I feel at home. I feel at peace in my body. I feel like this is good. And I think anything outside of that, if if people are listening, and whether it's a business or whether it's a, a nine to five job, if you're not feeling that, I really, and I know that you would agree um, and encourage this, Shanae, I'd encourage to explore the reasons behind why you're feeling so disconnected. And instead of what a lot of people do is push through push through the feeling or put a time cap on it. And I think that uh, this is coming from experience. I pushed through for so long on what I was doing the past couple of years of being a gym manager, of being a personal trainer. I, I did love connecting with people, but it was also something where I was like, every day was a grind. Every day it was an effort. And now that I felt the feeling that I do with my business, I'm like, oh, this is what it's meant to feel like. So what do you, I know there was a couple of parts in there, but I guess that's the first thing. What would you say to people that are kind of feeling this grind of every day? Yeah, gosh, I was like almost getting emotional when you were saying that because I just remember feeling like, oh my gosh, like this just can't be life. Like how can I be in, you know, in my early twenties and just feel like this exhausted? Like how am I literally going to make it to the finish line? Like when I'm feeling like this literally like fucked, like, oh my mm. gosh. Um, And 
the thing is like when things are feeling really like that heavy and that hard, it's because you're not on your right timeline. You're not on your highest path and something literally needs to change. And I know a lot of people don't have the confidence or the courage to necessarily like take that, that big, big step first and foremost. And and that's absolutely fine. But even during that, you can still start coming home to yourself. And for me, like a lot of this, it's like disconnect to reconnect. So it's really a lot of time in solitude. Like I went into the cocoon and I cocooned hard. Mm. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's important to remember as well that like we all go through cycles as well. So if you're in that phase where you're feeling like that burnt out and you're feeling like that overwhelm, like give yourself fucking grace and permission to literally go inward and be like, do you know what? Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Like this is a season of your life that I'm going to like give to myself. I'm going to pour into my own cup. I'm going to like only say yes to things that light me up and, you know, just make yourself like a priority. And it's like, it's okay to literally just ghost the whole world for a while. That's what I did. I literally needed to just not be around anyone. I remember after like moving back to Perth, like I almost didn't leave the house for like two weeks. All my friends wanted to see me and I was like, I literally cannot. And I think like, had I not have tried to like if I had rushed that cycle and that period of like really, really like going within and being uncomfortable with like being with myself and being with my thoughts and everything like that, like I I would have just gone back into another cycle of the same. I would have just attracted the thing. So I think like it's just really important to, um, yeah, like even, even if you're in a relationship, like actually communicating and like being with that person and just being like, hey, this is what I'm going through right now. I actually need to just like just take care of me for a bit. Mm-hmm. And like it's okay to do that. I feel like there's so much shame and there's so much conditioning around like, um, taking time for yourself and it being viewed as selfish and things like that. But it's like, you literally cannot pour from an empty cup. And that's what we're taught. We're taught to, well, I was anyway, to like give to everyone else. Yeah. You know, my mom did that, right? Like literally. And then she ended up so sick mm. herself because she would always give to herself last, last and she would always pour from an empty cup. So I think that having that that deep, deep solitude and it's like, you know, not watching like TV and like, you know, just, I don't know, going on a solo staycation or just like going out in nature like is a huge one is like connecting. But that's definitely the first piece because we are so disconnected from like our inner voice and we're so just distracted and like, um, all, all of the things by society and our phones and everything like that. So I think it's like you need to actually just get quiet. Like that's mm. the first thing. Absolutely. And one thing I always say to listeners is date yourself. I think that's everything you're saying is to just go and date yourself, get to know yourself, get super quiet. And yes, that doesn't mean 
solitude doesn't mean let's sit on the couch and scroll on our phone for two hours. It means getting uncomfortable listening to what's coming up, why it's coming up. If you right now, and I've, I've had a had a few conversations on the podcast about this, but if you feel weird going to coffee by yourself, going, taking yourself out to lunch, start to make a habit of it, get to know yourself, just sit there quietly, eat your food and then see what what's coming up. But I completely agree. And, and one thing I'll add on to that is, yes, there are always going to be seasons for this to embrace it. I think one thing that I've learned over the po- past couple of years is don't be resistant when it's truly coming up, when you're starting to feel frustrated and angry and, and disconnected from your entire world allow yourself to grant yourself the grace to get really quiet and to go internal to go into that hermit mode it can last a couple of days weeks months whatever it is but I truly believe in being able to tap into that and be able to just be be one with yourself I think that's the most important thing and this is coming from Shanae and I are both Gemini's so we're very social we love to be out there we love to talk so if we can do it anybody can be able to get quiet and and go within themselves one thing that I just wanted to acknowledge too going back of what you were saying about getting a naturopath and then healing is I am the biggest believer that your body is always going to show you when something needs to be healed or there's unhealed trauma and I just wanted to really really, really highlight that point. If you right now are listening and something has, something is happening in your body physically, it's always attached to emotions. And a resource I use is, um, if you just type on Google, this is for everyone, Louise Hayes symptoms. It's a huge long list. And she literally goes through, like, if you have appendicitis, if you are having heart issues, if something is happening in your neck, it will show the emotional trigger. And I always give this to my clients and I say, it may not make sense to you right now, but explore it, understand it, because the body physically is just trying to emulate what is happening emotionally. And I think it's, and it, where you were going with that story, I was like, of course, it's energetic. Of course, it's something that your body and you've learned that now your body is quite telling you like, this is what needs to be released. So for everyone out there, I, I really encourage if you are struggling with any physical symptoms that are persistent, whether it's, you can't lose weight, whether it is PCOS is a big one as well. Uh, I, I healed that. I had yep, that. And yep. Thank you. Yeah. See, and this is, but a lot of people, I'm, I'm so happy that you shared this because I know I've, I've seen this in your stories before. I think women don't want to agree that you can heal it. I think women don't want to admit that it's something they can get rid of. And I've had conversations before with women who I've put stuff like this on my stories who will get very, very triggered. And I understand the place that it's coming from, but will not want to believe that it's something they can emotionally heal. And this is coming from someone that's, that's healed it. Here we go. Like you hear it and it's a possibility, anything that shows up. And I mean, Anything that you can think of, and I will say this, like whether it's a cancer, whether it's a tumor, whether it's Joe Dispenza, this is where he became famous in his work, healing your body. This is the first thing he has quite literally scientifically proved this notion. So if you don't want to listen to this podcast, definitely go listen to Joe Dispenza, read his book, listen, look at the scientific work. And so I would actually, if you feel open, Shanae, I would love to hear I guess your experience with that and and healing through that as well, because I know that a lot lot of women suffer with PCOS. 
Yeah, absolutely. So that was like part of like my my health thing. So I had been um, misdiagnosed with uh, Graves' disease and at the age of like, you know, 21, 22, just after my toxic relationship ended. And I, yeah, it was by one of the top endocrinologists in Sydney and yeah, they, they got it wrong. And I remember, uh, a year being on the wrong medication and I put on you know like 12 14 kilos whatever it was and you know I'm I'm a small frame so that really like showed up on me and I was just I looked like a shell of myself and I remember like going to like the doctors and stuff and they're like yeah but like your bloods on paper are getting better and I'm like yeah but my symptoms are getting worse and like I just felt like not seen not anything and I was like I like over over myself and like I just was never present and I remember my dad came over and visited me and he hadn't seen me for four months and he was like Shanae like you you need to come home like he just got the shock of his life after not seeing me for a few months how much I'd declined and that's when I was like oh yeah okay (laughs) and um I remember walking into my naturopath and my dad was actually seeing a chiropractor there and I walked into her and she like look, just looked at me and I said to her, yeah, I've got um, Graves' disease. And she was like, no. She's like, I feel like you have Hashimoto's. And she's like, I think that you definitely like have PCOS and adrenal like problems. And she just said to me, by looking at you, you don't exhibit the symptoms of, of Graves'. And I was like, okay. And then she just said to me, like, are you ready to take the power back in your life? And I was like, that that was my moment. That was my big, big Goosebumps. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And I just said to her, yes. And that was the moment where I was like, I'm changing my life and I don't care what it takes. I'm going to go all in and, like, let's do the things. And, yeah, during this as well. So, obviously, like, I, I did all the, like, the natural, like, healing and stuff with her. But what I actually needed was, like, a lot of energetic support. I needed to let go of a lot of past, like, relationship trauma things. Um, There was a lot of generational stuff in my lineage from, my like, my family. I, you know, just a little bit of a trigger warning. I'd had, like, sexual abuse stuff happen to me as a kid. And I've never publicly shared that before, actually. And you know, it was all this stuff that I had internally like held on to. And it makes sense that in regards to like the PCOS, that it was all trapped in my sacral chakra. So of course I was, you know, 15 and in and out of hospital having cysts on my ovaries. And, you know, I was having gallstones and I was having all these things from such a young age. And, and it's because like my body had just like stored onto all of this trapped energy and that's what had manifested as a result of it. And with my thyroid issues, um, oh, it turns out she was right, by the way. I got, mm. I got all the tests and everything that she said was right. Um, and uh, yeah, and with like my thyroid stuff, it's like, yeah, because I didn't know how to like communicate and express my truth. And like I had been silenced from so long and all of this stuff. And it's like I had so much yeah trauma around like my throat so obviously that's where it had also like manifested and things as well so yeah I had to do a lot of a lot of deep deep healing and I feel like probably a lot of people listening to the podcast as well will be like empaths and light workers and things otherwise they wouldn't be attracted to your energy Mm -hmm. 
And being like an empath as well is like, it's so natural for us to take on other people's experiences and their emotions and stuff as our own. And it's like, we because we have such big hearts and because we care so much and it's like we just give naturally it's like we almost have to learn how to actually give back to ourselves because it's easier to kind of like give to other people and um yeah when I really started like doing this like energetic stuff it was so crazy because like things you know yeah from childhood or past relationships or even past life stuff it would all come up and I'm like oh yeah and after you know, working on this for a few years, I I remember like getting some tests because intuitively something in me, I was taking natural um, compounded thyroid medication because I was like, I'm not taking anything not synthetic. And I was taking this for like, I don't know, maybe like two years. And something in me was like, you don't need this anymore. And I was like, Okay. I was like, and it was actually when I, it was last year, this happened and I got my wisdom teeth out. And so for a few days I was like, obviously, you know, not really with it. And something was like, don't, you don't need it anymore. And I was like, okay, interesting. And then I remember like the fear kind of came up right before I was going to the UK. Cause I was, I went over there for four months and I was like, oh, maybe just go get your bloods tested. Just, just see if, you know, and um, I sent them to my my doc, like an actual doctor. She was a holistic GP. And I sent her, you know, my results and she messaged me. And she was like, you don't need it anymore. You've like, oh you're God. done. And it's like, I got to regulate my cycle and yep. stuff. Like, you know, I don't have like cysts and, and, and all of the things. And it's like, I do ovulate every, like all of the things. And my skin for years and years, it's like, that that's where it would show up for me and it's like my skin sure I have a bit of scarring and things like that but like I don't have that cystic acne anymore and it's Mm. like but I needed to it's like it's so the mind body and soul like you can't do one without the other and this is where the one thing in the sometimes in the like spiritual community or whatever they're like oh yeah you can heal everything with your mind it's like yes your mind is powerful but what are you also doing with your body as well I feel like you need all three and it's really important and other people could be like oh yeah you just eat the things or just do the things and I've got so many clients that come to me and it's like they're literally doing all the right things on paper but it's like yeah but you haven't done any of your energetic trauma work Mm, yes I love this first of all I just want to acknowledge thank you so much for sharing that on the podcast I really appreciate you for sharing that and I'm sure it's going to help a lot of people to give an insight I guess to understanding themselves and feeling safe and not shaming themselves or judging themselves and on that I I agree it's mind body and soul for a reason and I think that if you're listening right now and you feel and this is what I even I even say to my clients who come they're like I've been doing personal development for like six years I read all the books I do all the things I do all the journaling like I do I meditate I I do it all I go to a breathwork class etc and I'm like have we looked at you know our past trauma our resentments that we hold on to what are we trapping like why are you struggling to manage your emotions if you've been doing personal development for so long? Why are you getting triggered so easily? Why do you have so much fear? And that is deeper than just meditating or journaling or reading books. And I think a lot of people forget this or maybe don't acknowledge, like we need all of that. And then into that, we need our energetic side. We need self-trust this is why one of the things I bang on about all the time is like do you trust yourself and this is a big big theme 
in the conversation that we've been having today, Shanae, is the trust piece. Do you trust yourself? Are you able to come home to yourself? And if the answer is no, what are you doing about it to come home to yourself and to develop that intuition? And I think when we have this trifecta of mind, body, and soul, and we're finding things that work for us, because reminder to everyone out there, just because you see it on social media and it works for one person does not mean it's going to work for you. And that's absolutely okay. It's like, this is trial and error. There've been so many things in the past few years that I've trialed and error. And I'm like, okay, it seems to be working for so many people, but not me. And I've learned to live with it and say, that's okay, that that's not working for me. But I think if things are showing up physically, if if things aren't progressing in the way you want you want them to, if it feels like there's such an uphill struggle with you moving forward, start to look at different areas in your life. Yes, the mindset, then the energetics. Look at what you're you are doing on a day to day basis, what you are consuming, and. I think that's really, really important. Now, in saying that, I, I, I think I made us go a little bit sidetracked there. But going back to the intuition piece, what would you say to people? How can they start to develop this on a day-to-day or weekly basis? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, definitely the first piece is, as we sort of mentioned, like having this, like this solitude and developing this um I like to call it as like soul time like non-negotiable soul time like every single day and it's like it does get me emotional because like when I you know connect with clients and things like that it's like your soul is literally yearning like it is yearning for you to listen and to um like have a relationship with yourself and like really starting to develop that relationship like with the universe and things like that I The next piece, what I would kind of like add in as well is looking for people that you resonate with as well, but not too many, like literally just pick one or two people that you're like, oh, I really resonate with them and, you know, and start like plugging in and like learning, learning from them and, um, you know, and taking that, that step further is like, I called in my team, like the right healer, the right mentor, my, um, my acupuncturist, who's incredible. Like I would call in the right person at the right time. So even just saying and setting that little intention of like, I'm ready to call in my next little, little soul worker and like allow them into your space, I think is really important, um, as well. But I would even say like, it's particularly with like the universe and stuff like that. It's like, it is a relationship and you do have to work at it, like building up the trust. And I remember, you know, early on in the days, like what I would do is like, I would ask for signs and how you sort of ask for a sign is like, you know, if I should, let's just say quit my job. Right. And you ask for a sign and it's like, Oh, okay. The first thing that popped into my head was like a blue butterfly. Right. That's one of my signs. And then if you see that, that's the universe saying, yeah, like do the thing. And if you don't, then it's like, okay, well, maybe it's not now. Or you could even just say like, show, let this thing land in my reality when I'm, when it, when I'm ready to do the thing. And the more you start like developing like this trust, the more that that will happen. But the thing is as well with like the other side and like inviting this energy in, like you actually have to invite it in. You have to give it permission. They always want to help you. Like your loved ones on the other side, higher beings, like all of that, like, they're always there. They're always guiding and supporting you. But if you 
you actually want help and you want support, like you have to invite them in. Mm. So much of the time, like, you know, when things have been really heavy and I've been in those, like, you know, those real defining moments kind of thing is I'll, I'll like literally call them into my space and I'll be like, right, you guys take care of this. Like I'm literally pouring all of my stress, all of my anxiety. And I almost energetically feel like I'm giving it to them. And I'm like, you guys take care of it. And I like, I need help. And uh, like a really um, cool, like little story that happened around this is just sort of like come through. It was like such like an instant one. It was earlier this year. And it's just cool, like how quickly these things can happen as well. And, um, and that you can just use them every day. This is just like an everyday little thing that I did. And I went to the, um, the Harry Styles concert and basically I like, I caught, caught the train in and I parked my car at like my grandparents' house and, Anyway, so coming back at night, I was coming back by myself, but I needed to catch an Uber from the train station to my grandparents' house to like pick up the car. And at first there were so many people around and obviously everyone was like really vibing. It was getting later and later to like that midnight, you know, kind of mark. And then I had about five Ubers cancel and I was like, and I knew my, you know, whoever would be like asleep and things like that. And then I started like getting this anxiety and there was this like shady like man around as well. There was less and less people. And I remember feeling like starting to feel really, really unsafe. And um, there was probably only two other girls left and, and then me and this really shady guy. And I like the anxiety and the fear. And I just kept getting the Ubers canceled. And I remember saying to my uncle um, who's in spirit. And I just said to him, I was like, uncle day, like, please get me an Uber. Like, please, like, you know, please provide this for me. And literally two minutes later, an Uber came and it landed and it was with the angel number 444 and that's the tattoo that I have for my uncle that is 444 and I was like oh thanks uncle day like it happened so quickly like literally two minutes later after I set that intention he just took care of it for me and I was like oh my gosh like we forget that we actually have that power and like invite them in like literally like they want to help you (laughs) I love that and I resonate with that so much I use that with my mom who's in spirit all the time when I feel like I need an answer or I need some guidance and it happens quite often with different signs but a big one that has happened consistently over the past few years is there's a particular song that was played at her funeral and I will be walking out and about or I'll like leave you know, when I was in Perth, my house or here, the apartment and I need guidance or I'm like, okay, I I really need to know something. And I'll walk by and a car will drive by and it's playing the song or I'll go into a cafe and, and all of a sudden the song will come on and it's happened so many times. So I completely resonate with that. I think like ask, ask for that assistance. That's what they're there for. Ask for the guidance. And even, I love that you brought up the, um, the sign from the universe. I have two particular signs. Mine's a sunflower and a green fro- frog. And I remember in the heights, well, not the heights of COVID, but as COVID was slowing down, I was in Sydney for three months with a friend and I was very unsure she was going to move there and she's, she's still living there. And I was like, I feel like I want to move to Sydney, but I'm not feeling like it's the right thing, but I don't know if this is just a fear. And so I quite literally said that morning when I woke up, I said, I want to see if it is not the right thing for me to do, I need to see a green frog 
today when I'm out and about and it needs to be loud and I need to start. And I remember, I think it was within 30 minutes, we're driving and we were at a traffic light and right next to me, a bus pulled up and the entire side of the bus was a green frog. I don't even remember what the ad was for. Yeah. And, and I'm just like quite literally side by side with me in the car and this green frog. And I'm like, okay, I've heard you. I've heard you. And I didn't end up moving to Sydney and it was it was meant to be that way. And I'm, I'm so glad because I was feeling so pulled. Then you met I think. your partner after that. Yeah, exactly. I came back to Perth and it's so funny actually in saying that because I had been on and off on Tinder in Sydney, not really sweet. I, did, I don't think I even went on one date when I was in Sydney for three months, just out of boredom. And I remember towards the end, maybe two, three weeks before I was going to go home and make this decision, I just stopped kind of using Tinder, went back home, made that decision. I was like, okay, obviously something is meant to happen. Even though I didn't want to be in Perth, I was like, I got a big loud sign, came back to Perth. And I remember just one night I was flicking through Tinder. So obviously my Tinder came back on in Perth. Didn't use it for like another month. And I remember I just decided one day to check it. And my partner had messaged me on that. My current partner had messaged me on there. And I was like, we had known each other from high school, never spoken again, never seen each other in our 20s. And I was like, oh, you know, like I kind of know him. And the rest is history. We've been together two years now. And I always think that was he is part of the biggest reason of why I had to go back to Perth because within a year of being together we went to Bali for three months and now here we live in Brisbane so I know the universe was kind of like trust you're going to get out of Perth you just need to wait a little bit something else is happening and I would never ever forget that because I kind of went off and then all of a sudden I just got this insight just go back on go go through your conversations And the funny thing is, this is the most mind-blowing, the date that he had sent me a message and because I wasn't actively using it, I never checked my messages on Tinder, he sent me that message the day I decided and I got the green frog bus sign came up in Sydney. And the only reason I remember this date is because there was a particular thing in my calendar for business and calls that I had to do. And it was that exact day he sent me because like my Tinder was for all of Australia and I never noticed until months and months and months later. And I was thinking about it and we still have the screenshot of when we first started talking. And I was like, wait, that was the day. And I remember that day because of what me and my friend had to go and do, why we were driving, we were going to some PR event. So it's in my calendar. And that just signifies everything. Like the exact day I asked for the sign, the sign came up and like that, this story still gives me goosebumps. I like haven't told it in so long. And so I share that as well because I truly believe in that. I hold, you need to release, you need to surrender, you need to trust. And for me, it made no sense to go back to Perth. Like I did not like Perth. I was so ready to leave. And I just getting that big sign And I just want to say this to everyone listening. I know what it feels like to maybe get a sign and then be like, oh no, like wait for another sign or that's not good enough or that's not in the right way. And I know you will agree. They never come in the way you expect. Like, you know, people, I say green frog and people think, what did you see? Like you see a frog hopping by? No, I quite literally saw it plastered on a bus and the way I imagine a green frog in my head. and, And that's the thing is if you ask for a sign, when it comes, trust it. Go with it. 
stop trying to deny it. Stop trying to be resistant. Stop trying to, because I've done this in my earlier twenties where I'm like, oh, I've got a sign, but like, maybe I'll wait for a bigger or a better sign or it's more <laughs> clearer. And, you know, I think so many people do it, but I've learned over the years, no trust. It comes up, it comes up loudly in the way you ask. And yeah, that was one of the craziest things. And now I look back, like everything happened as it was meant to. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also like such like a divine like timing piece as well. And it's like you still took the action. So isn't it really interesting that for you at that point, the the harder thing for you was to actually go back to Perth. It actually would have been easier for you to move to Sydney. But Mm -hmm. see what I like sort of circling back to what I talked about it, like the universe cranking up the heat right as your manifestation is about to come through. So, like, the fact that that was actually the the cranking up of the heat of you going back and you not really wanting to go back, and it's like, but you had to. You couldn't see all these other little pieces that the universe was, like, divinely orchestrating behind the scenes for you, right? You'd been, I know that, because we've spoken about this before, that you were ready and you'd been consciously manifesting and calling in, like, that partner and things like that too. But it seems like you were also at a place where you were, just in such surrender with it as well to how it was going to like land in your lap. The fact that you were like, no, I'm not going to go on Tinder. Like that is such a thing of like, because you were just so deeply in trust and rooted within yourself. But then see, then oh, goosebumps. this is the mm. other part. you got the intuitive hit to actually go on and take the action. Now your ego could have blocked you then and yeah. be like, oh, nah, but like I'm never going to meet my person on Tinder, even though you got the hit, right? That's and exactly that's how I felt for so long. Yeah. And I felt so disconnected. I was like, no, I'm never going to meet anyone on here. And that's why I didn't call on it for so long and and ignored messages because I'm like, no, no, no. You know, you come up with this block. But yeah, I think it's amazing. Like the universe is amazing. I think this is like such a big takeaway theme from this entire conversation. And I truly believe, and I know that you do too, Sinead, that everything happens in perfect divine timing as it should. And if you're listening right now and maybe you're going through a hard time with your job, your business, your relationships, your health, everything is attracted into your life because you have created that. And I know sometimes your ego can come up and it can it can be like, oh, well, I have this disease or something's come up, you know, with my relationship. Like I haven't attracted that because I don't want it. But I'm a big, big, big believer that everything that you are right now has like your, your, whole world is a mirror of your nervous system of your soul of your mindset everything is mirroring that out and to on top of that is remember like things can change at any point in time if you're listening and you're like I I don't like this relationship or this job or whatever or my money situation you can change that but you still have to surrender and demand that but put in whatever action that is and I think like we've highlighted that so much in this conversation is yes it's all well and good to have the visualizations and to maybe future script journal and all of that but what are you doing right now to start to move the needle and get ready and and to prepare and and I think like even going back to the relationship thing when I was really consciously like you know what I've started my business. I am now making enough money that I can move around. I can do whatever. I am ready as an adult to welcome in an adult relationship. And I literally still remember the night in my bedroom where I made this conscious decision and things started to happen. Things started to move. And 
And, you know, I went to Sydney and I was having this disconnect from Tinder because I'd made that. I was like, okay, I'm not going to find that person, but, you know, I do want to attract in someone, you know, what's another way. But the moment I kind of in my body, it's like a full bodied yes. Like you feel it in your soul, you feel it in your heart. And this is with anything you decide that the universe wants to move for you, but you were so right on what you were saying. It was harder for me to go back to Perth, my home, where my family is, where all my best friends are. And that may sound so crazy to people, but that for me was a very, very hard decision. And so when I got that sign, the conflict, so I'm telling you, I understand. I know Shanae understands and like resonating with her stories, the conflict in me was like, no, it was almost like, no, why did you give me this sign? Like, no, I wanted a sign of the opposite. I didn't want any green frog to show up today. Right. So I get that. It, it's so hard, <laughs> but I feel like listening to that and in saying all of this and, and I guess kind of to end this on such a beautiful note, I, a couple of questions. Number one, what are your favorite manifestation, energetic routines or rituals you do daily, whether it's in the morning or night that you want to share with the audience? Oh, um, so I definitely love to, <laughs> I love to dance. I love like, if you think about the word like abundance, it literally has the word dance mm. in it. And I feel like getting that into your body and like really like plugging into like that frequency is like, oh, it's the best feeling ever. And honestly, I think since I've like added that like a little bit of an element, I mean like cranking on the, the manifest music and like dancing around the kitchen, like, you know, driving in the car, having a little sing. I think like doing those little energetic like plugins is like really cool. Um, something that I also, I love like embodiment practices. I love like getting into the energy of like the next version of myself. And like even something for me now that I've, I've also had my like full body yes moment of like, I'm actually fucking really ready to allow my partner in. And it's like, I thought that I was ready at other times. And now it's like, oh no, no, this is what it feels like. Mm. So even something I'm like looking over now, um, my bedside table, I've got two and I've kept one of them empty. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, we're not going to live here together, but he'll be putting some stuff in there. Right. So it's like kind of like getting in that energy, like as if, so, you know, for other people as well, it's like, if you're trying to call in like that new job, it's like going by the outfit that yeah. that version of you would wear. So it's like doing something physical, I think is really cool to start like plugging into like that energy and things. Um, but definitely daily, like grounding in with nature. I'm such a little water baby. I'm a Pisces rising. So it's like the ocean. So many, like, I don't know, past lives is mermaids and Atlantis and all of that. And um, yeah, so definitely like connecting like in with the ocean, I think is a really cool thing. But I guess as well, just going like a little bit deeper is um when something comes up, when you get triggered, there is a reason and it's happening for you and not to you. And the reason that you're actually being activated is because you're ready to release it, transmute it and heal it. So something I do a lot of like emotional processing work, like with my clients and stuff. But if something is coming up within me, it's like whether it's anger or like sadness or whatever, actually allowing myself the time and space daily to kind of check in and be like, oh, do I have anything that I need to process right now and actually allow myself to move through it? 
Yes. That's really, really important because we always cap ourselves. And then, you know, that's when it manifests like physically in our health and and things like that. All um, the health stuff is like it's unprocessed emotions that are Mm -hmm. getting like trapped into your body. So um, that has become like a real regular and integral part of me is like, when you're scared, like, you know, even like I had a launch recently and I felt like past woundings and stuff come up and I was like, oh, there's a bit of fear coming up around this. So guess what? Instead of just ignoring it and pushing it to the side or slapping on a happy face or putting on a song, I was like, I need to go fucking feel this fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to allow it. And then as soon as I go through it, then guess what? I get to have a dance on the other side because I've let myself grieve or whatever the thing is. Mm, yes, I love that last part. I think a lot of people get into the habit of spiritually bypassing. It's like, yes, oh, I'm yeah. really, really angry right now or I'm going to write in my journal that I'm angry at my partner because he didn't do the dishes or whatever. But it's like, okay, have you processed that? Have you allowed yourself to feel that? Have you allowed yourself to understand where that's stemming from? Like everything, and like you said, Shanae, everything that's coming up is looking at something bigger. You don't just feel anger just because. You don't just feel fear just because. You need to you need to step into deeper and understand, okay, where's this coming from? Am I allowing myself the space to process this emotion? I think too many people get into the habits of just thinking they're self-aware and saying, yes, like I know I'm angry at him still, my, my ex from five years ago. Okay. Have you processed that anger? Have you allowed it to run through your body? Have you felt it? And have you understood the layers? And, you know, that's this is a maybe we'll have to do a part two for this podcast because that's a whole other conversation uh, that I know both of you and I can speak about for forever. I guess one thing, another question I wanted to relate into I love that you bring up the dancing because that gets me in such a good feel mood. And there's nothing better than driving in your car and turning up a song and just singing to it is the best feeling ever. But uh, the abundance thing, what would you say? Because I know a lot of people, a big thing that people want to manifest is more money, more wealth, more prosperity. So I guess, what would you say if someone's like, I feel like I'm doing these things or I feel like maybe they follow both of us and like I'm doing all this work. Why is there still a block in my business or why can I not get that promotion or why do I always manifest as soon as I get a bonus, I've got a a flat tire or something. So I guess maybe one to two things you do specifically when it comes to raising your vibration or feeling safe to welcome more wealth. Yeah, this is a huge piece and I've really worked intentionally this year around this and I'm now attracting in, um, you know, new levels of success. I just had my biggest month in business uh, ever last month, which was amazing. Beautiful manifestations come through. Um, But I would really start to look at like what part of you actually feels comfortable with where you are at right now. Because for me, even a few months ago, right, and and there was nothing wrong with it, but I was really comfortable and safe in doing what I was doing. I actually had fear with leaning back into my business that I was, like, going to burn out. And that was actually what was keeping me from, like, taking the action. So I had to really work through this fear around, around like, burnout and around, like, you know, self-worth and, and, and things like that. So that's definitely a part of it, but it's also, it's, it's being 
really, really hyper intentional with also, this is what's coming through for me to share with everyone. <laughs> this is very channeled right now um, for like who you're also surrounding yourself with and the environment and things like that. So especially because the collective like energy at the moment is quite lack, right? So what I noticed was even just people like around me, I started asking my dad, I was like, hey, can you just not use the word expensive around mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. And you get to do that. And, you know, even if people, if I was in a situation where I couldn't leave, because I always just say, just just get out. Like, you don't need to be around it. But if you actually can't, this is like a little, this is a little like, hack. And I remember my, my coach said this to me last year when I was living in the UK and there was the major energy crisis over there. And it was like every, like, you just couldn't mm-hmm. escape it. And I was like, nope, I am not subscribing to this this is not my vibration I'm the vibration of wealth and abundance and all the things um but what you actually do is you put your tongue to the roof of your mouth and just in your mind like when they're like around you or they're saying the negative things in your mind just be like no mm-hmm. no I'm not subscribing that is like a psychological like a nervous system thing I can't remember the specifics mm-hmm. but Every time, like, if someone's around me and they're, like, saying, like, low vibe things, I literally do that. And I imagine there's, like, a force field around me and it's literally their energy is just getting bounced off. And I'm just, like, in my mind, I'm like, no, no, sorry. I'm the exception to the rule. Like, that doesn't apply to me. And I think a big part as well is, like, catching where, like, where your ego um is is agreeing or is like coming up around you know particularly if it's like about abundance it could even be abundance is so many different things it could even be around relationships around being like oh all men are fuck boys or like there's no good men these days like there's lots of those low vibe yep. conversations and it's like that's absolutely not true but you're going to continue to attract that into your reality until you actually heal that part of yourself so yeah, I feel like those are kind of like a few little little things that um, I would also do. And something that I wanted to mention, which was coming through before, is like, and I'm going to give you guys as listening as an intuitive little exercise and just ask yourself just quickly if you're option A or option B. And I want you to feel into option A, feel into that energy, and then feel into option B. And decide which one you are now, because this is going to be for your manifesting ritual going forward so my option a girlies um you guys are going to be manifesting and releasing with the moon cycle so when it is the full moon this is when you do your shadow work this is when you surrender this is when you let go um and release and purge and all of the things and when it's the new moon I want you guys to manifest and to really like call in like that new energy and on the flip side the girls in group b I would love for you guys to actually do that with your your period cycle mm-hmm. and to so when you're in your in your bleed and and things like that that's when I want you to release that's when I want you to surrender and when you're ovulating that's when I want you to um to manifest and do all, all of the good things. I love that. Do you want to know what's funny? As you were starting and where you're going into it before you even said pick option A and B my mind just straight away said A and then you're like pick option A or B and I was like a well that's a resounding a yeah 
before. I was like, why is this popping into my head? This is so random. But there we go. Amazing. And I've been feeling this the past couple of months. We love that. And for everyone else, I hope that you pick and you stuck with that and listen and take that. And this is one of the things, right? If you, this is what I say with reading and consuming podcasts and consuming personal development, take something away, whether it's that exercise, whether it's the other things we've taken about. Don't just listen in your car or for your walk and go, this was awesome and post it on your stories and tag us. No, like we want you to take the action. We have these conversations. Shanae and I do this work because we want you to take action. We want you to be able to move the needle forward in your life, in your business, in your relationships. So I love that. Thank you for that channel. And thank you so much for being a part of the Jessica Pinelli podcast. I definitely think we need to do a part two because there's still so much I would love to speak to you about. As we're closing off, what is a phrase or a word that you are currently living by? Oh, okay. Let me just think what I am. I feel like um, something that I have like recently plugged into is like, I am the vibration of insert word Mm. and it's the thing that you're wanting to manifest so it's like I am the vibration of love I am the vibration of wealth I am the vibration of health and when you actually land and you let that like set in your nervous system of like I'm I'm literally the fucking vibration of money oh my gosh like that was one that I like started really like shifting because I was like oh yeah I'm ready for an upgrade in this area and a couple of months after doing this there's always like a lag time oh this is important there's Mm. usually like a lag time between you know when you set your manifestations and you know when they actually show up in your world it's usually around three months like in terms of like doing like the inner work, whereas people get impatient and they might get to a couple of weeks in or a couple of months in and then they'll wobble and they'll go back to their old ways. And it's like, oh my God, if you just kept leaning in, even when it was uncomfortable and you kept trusting, it literally was just about to show up in your world. Um, So yeah, even for myself, I think that like really like getting into that frequency of like, oh my gosh, I'm the vibration of abundance and letting that literally radiate you to the point of actual goosebumps. That piece has been really huge. And on that, this is my, my girls that are in one of my group containers at the moment. I've literally been changing their like aura colors to, and I did this with myself to the vibration of green mm. because that's, it, it's, it's a, it's an energetic thing around like this, this particular group that we're working on is around abundance. So it's around money, but it's also around um like health and, and love and all of those things are the vibration of green. So we've been doing a lot of things in, in that regard as well. And since I started doing this with myself, like, my whole reality has shifted that's when I've like moved here that's when I've like I've now attracted in completely different men into my reality um just so many magic and synchronicities and stuff since I started changing my vibration to to abundance I love that. I am the vibration of insert. I'm definitely going to start using that. I think that's so beautiful. And it also feels so good to say whatever you choose as well. And I was like saying different ones in my head as you're speaking. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Where can people find you? How can people work with you? What containers um, and spaces do you have open at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I guess like my main like platforms are like Instagram. So it's just my name, Shanae Brown underscore. And then I also have my own podcast, which is called Align and Shine with Shanae Brown. And I also have TikTok as well, Mm -hmm. um, which is just my name. And at the moment, I... 
uh, have a couple of like one-to-one spots at the moment. I do have like mini psychic readings that are open that people can book in, which are like 20 minute, like recorded readings and things. If you want like a little bit of a taste. Um, but I actually have a new group container opening, which is really exciting. This is actually the first time I'm announcing it. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> and this one's actually starting in November or yeah, November. And um, it's a six week container called Manifesting Magic. And it is actually setting, you know, your manifestations and doing all the things going into 2024. So it's kind of like doing the action and everything now and it's like it's a very mind body and soul reset um so that you can manifest magic going into next year i love that and all the details will be in the show notes below so go follow shanae definitely and if you're interested that then send her a dm have a chat with her go through consumer stories as um her instagram stories as well you i love the story that you posted yesterday about meeting that random man so that was really really cool shanae always shares little snippets of her day or you know what she's bringing in which i absolutely love seeing but Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate you. I appreciate this conversation. And I think we will definitely have to do a part two because two Geminis together, we could keep speaking probably for another 90 minutes, if I'm honest. (laughs) Like there's so much we could speak about. So thank you so much, Shanae. Thank you so much for having me, Jess. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you.